At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I gotta be out here at 11.45. All right. What exactly are you changing into? The okay. truck drivers. Hey, why don't you just roll so we don't waste time with her? The truck drivers She's are gonna wondering. bail on us and we're gonna be at like 20 minutes. <laughs> no, that's fine. If you're not gonna hit it, I'll do the damn thing live. We are the one, two, three, Star Losers! What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports. So I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. Excuse me. Nobody turned on my mic. It is Sizzin. I'm from the <laughs> north. Good to be here. I'm from the west side of Nashville now with my wife, Bazer. We've been married for eight months. Happily loving marriage. Everything continues to be flawless. She makes me meals like I am her king and she is my queen. M2, speaking of queens, what is up? <laughs> What's up? Morgan here. I am from the good old ICT in Wichita, Kansas, if you don't know. Uh, and I still like to party it up on Broadway and have a good time, you know. I may have a boyfriend, but I'm still living my best Boom, life. Boom, there it is. I was going to say, and she has a boyfriend. It's official boyfriend-girlfriend material. They are coupled up. They're doing the thing. They are exclusive. That's what it's all about. That, that's what almost, this is all about? All of it? It sounded like M2's dating profile that she was giving us. Really, it was. She was, like, teasing the guys, <laughs> and then she goes, but I may have a boyfriend. And then she hits him with <laughs> No, I said I did, but I'm still living my best life. That is true. Usually, hopefully, your boyfriend or girlfriend allows you to live, or your spouse you allows should, you if you're in to that live bad your best life. Because if not, then why are you with them? And yes. that's the whole, I mean, when you're in a relationship, you should be, quote, unquote, living your best life because... They help you live your best life. Speaking of that, that is almost a perfect segue. Just got a text message from a friend at Texas State. She's a female. We're the exact same age. And she said, hey, would you like to go to happy hour today? And I said, let me ask my wife. I sent my wife a message and I said, a girl that I didn't date, but we were very friendly at Texas State with is now married. She hit me up and wants to go to happy hour. Is it cool if I go to happy hour with her? You're also invited if you'd like to go. She, my wife goes, 
I've got a nail appointment. I could care. I couldn't care less. If you go to happy hour, go. We're married. That is living your best life. There that is go. what it's about. That's what relationships should be. That's what the trust factor, the love factor. That's why you're with someone because they allow you to go do things in your life that are make you happy. You get to reunite with old friends when they're in town. That's how it should be, Ray. I'm so happy. So, are you going to happy hour? See, it's still up in the air because I'm on the west side now. I used to be downtown when people came to town, oh not to rhyme. It's eight minutes away. In traffic, though? <laughs> 12 minutes. Exactly. But it, it was a thing where I could just walk to most of these happy hours bars. I was meeting up with old friends left and right when I was downtown. Now I'm on the west side. It's such a venture into the city. I'm fine with it still up in the air. So what I'm hearing, Ray, is that you are now officially an old man because that was an old man excuse. If you were still raging like you say you do, that would not be a long drive. You'd be like, yep, let's go. And also, guys, hear me I out mean, on this 12 one. minutes, Morgan, number two. I that's know, that's so what I'm saying. Y'all, uh, we also live a different type of life. Let me paint this picture. So, so what if I'm at happy hour, me and a woman and a listener sees me with a woman similar age to me that's not Baser? Is that how rumors start? If they want to start a rumor, yeah, they knows the truth. Exactly. Why does it matter? Rumors? Who cares about damn rumors? Like, what, what if you guys moment- started a rumor like last week that I cheated on my wife because I was missing <laughs> and it turns out my son was in the hospital, but you guys just assume that me and my wife got in a fight because we were at the beach. I saw a hottie. I pulled the swimsuit down and the rest is history. <laughs> Wait, that was, that was what they said? They said... I think Lunchbox cheated on his wife at the the beach because he didn't come home and he hasn't been talking to anybody, and I think they're in a big fight. (laughs) It was funny in our heads until we heard that your kid was sick, and that's when it became not funny anymore, Coacher. No, it's still funny. It's still funny that that's where you go to. Okay, but so did your wife at any point in time be like, Lunchbox, did you do that? No. See? No. See? No, no, my my wife would never think that I would cheat on her. Ever. Ever. She... Trust me 100%. She would let me do anything, anytime, any place. No no fear. Yeah, so you good, right? Well, Go have a happy hour. Well, what if in the moment when I first see this chick from Texas State, I give her a greetings hug, and there's somebody within earshot, and they take a photo, and then it almost looks like I was hooking up with this girl at no, happy hour. a hug is a lot different than hooking up. A hug <laughs> happens when you have all your clothes on. Unless you do hugs weird when you see people from the past. Well, it is and, right we're talking about, okay? And, and you're going, like, you walk into the restaurant, and she's about to give you a hug, and you're like, hold on, I have to take off my clothes first, and then you hug her. Then I could understand, ah, that might look a little weird. But giving someone a hug when you walk into a restaurant is, hey, it's good to see you. And also, guys, this is maybe me looking too. This isn't even about this situation anymore. But with hugs, don't hugs tell that we didn't have a hugs for an entire year. Don't they tell a lot about your relationship with somebody or how end of seeing you somebody is? I mean, you can always do the brush off hug, which is no thing. But when you're out drinking, I've had this happen now since the pandemic ended. And there's the girls that give you that are they're married, but they'll give you a good 10 second hug, a genuine hug. It is it it is an amazing feeling to be hugged and loved by somebody because you're like, wow, they actually genuinely care about me to give somebody a 10 second hug. You can't just fake that. You want to know when you're not liked and you're not appreciated and the, the, <laughs> the relationship is fake is when you get the side hug. The side hug is an absolute sign to everybody out there that you are not really friends. They don't really care for you. It's a, 
okay, we're going to do it to stay cordial, but really, we don't like each other, so we're going to do the side hug. Here, no, come here, that's buddy. that's not true. Oh. I do that because I'm shorter than a lot of people, so sometimes if I hug them, I'm going right into their stomach, so I just side hug sometimes. Come here, baby girl. I'm so short. Oh, that's, I never, oh, man. That's interesting. Because if she was to do a front hug, <laughs> It'd be her mouth position would be at a very awkward place, Coach. Oh, it'd be at the belly button. Yeah, or, like... Or right in the navel. Or lower, Coach. <laughs> oh, the... <laughs> or oh. just, like, right in the chest. I'm just saying, I'm super short, so, like, most people, if you hug them, like, your heads go to the sides, you know? Coach, yeah. she's That's hugging, not how mine works. If there's a basketball player that she knows and she oh. goes to do a front hug, Coach, she's yeah. going to be in a very awkward position. Yeah, she she could never hug Kevin yeah. Durant. So I'm just saying, don't don't. Just imagine LeBron. Hugs. LeBron sees Morgan number two at the bar. Hey, him too. No, no hug, no hug, no hug. Oh man, coach. I mean, think about Shaq. She would hug Shaq, and he would go over her head. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, he would be hugging the air, man. I no, mean, no. I'm five foot tall. Yeah, he would fit underneath his legs. Yeah. Yep. Wow, that's funny. So don't discount the side hug. Okay, well, for me, if I side hug you, I don't really want to see you. Okay, well, if it's you, but that's not all people. 99% of the time, the side hug is a brush-off hug. Or it's also not not as necessarily like a bad thing, but it's like, oh, I got a lot of people to see, so I'm just like hugging everybody, and it's a lot of side hugs. Uh, no. A full-on bear hug is like, I haven't seen you in five years. Or a full-on bear hug is, I haven't seen you in six weeks, and I'm so excited to see you. A bear hug is a genuine friendship. I'm so excited to see that person. Six weeks? Dang. I mean, when I don't see a friend for six weeks, I'm excited to I see them. I missed you a lot, man. <laughs> oh, get over here, Garrett. Let me give you a big old hug. All right. There is one thing we can say goodbye to, and that is the handshake. No, ain't, we, I ain't handshake ain't, still. Really? Yes. Who? Father-in-law? Uh, father-in-law, brother-in-law, people at the, I mean, soccer team. I mean, just random people. I mean, I, I shake hands after a soccer game. Uh, the green team finishes up on Wednesday nights, and I'm, you know, good game, good game. You go and shake the other team's hand. You don't do fist bumps. I do fist bumps more than I do shake hands now. No, I, I'm, you guys are, I, I understand you just, I, I'm not going to change totally of who I am because we had one pandemic in my lifetime. It's not even that. It's just a uh, uh, fist bump is more casual, and I'm not in, like, if I'm in a business situation, yeah, I'll handshake, but, like, out at a bar and I run up to somebody, I'll, like, fist bump them or I'll hug them. Yeah, the wife, even sometimes I give her the fist bump. No, you don't ever, see, that, 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 that <laughs> my wife, see, that, that's one thing, I will never fist bump my wife. That well, is just, it's too, it's too bro-ish, like, hey, what up, like. Also, don't call your wife dude or coach. Done that a couple times drinking. My wife hates it. No, how about that one lady that emailed in that when she was having uh, alone time with her husband, she said, oh, coach. (laughs) Oh, boy. She did. This was an actual email. (laughs) Wait, wait, what? She yelled, oh, coach. He did not like that. He didn't like that. He was not a fan. We asked him for audio for next show, if possible. (laughs) (laughs) So this, this show turned a little NSFW, huh? Not safe for work, yes. Yeah. That's the way we get all our listeners. We try to just walk that fine line of talking about that stuff, whereas kids are listening, they have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah, that's why I said NSFW, and then Lunchbox goes, not safe for work. I still don't understand. Hey, here's the problem with the fist bump, though. Like, a fist bump, someone thinks you're trying to punch them. You're coming from the side, they turn, they see a fist, and they come out swinging. That's not a good sign. Dude, how many times has that happened to you? None. I'm just trying exactly. to think. I'm trying to think where it could go wrong at a bar. People are drinking. At a bar, it's everybody knows what that is. Unless my hand is straight coming for you and we're in an intense setting, nobody ever thinks that. Okay. 
This may be a terrible story, but I used to work. I hate the handshake this much that I used to work at a lumber mill, and our manager he'd always give us at the start of a shift a handshake. And I was 18. I was trying to be Gucci in style. I was trying to be a chill bro. And so I decided, and I told my buddies, <laughs> a chill bro. We were the summer students, and I told him, "Hey, I'm going to turn our manager to where he's not giving us the tool handshake anymore." Like I feel like such a grown up when this dude comes over and gives me the five finger shake. I I go, I'm going to guarantee I'm going to turn him into a daps guy by the end of the summer. And so we would do it. It would be the most awkward handshakes where I'd go handshake and I'd slowly turn it into a dap. Then the next time I'm like, come on, dog, get it. Come on. Then it slowly by the end of the summer, though, when we said goodbye, it was a moment. He goes, thank you, summer students. Everybody else. Tool handshake, tool handshake, tool handshake. He comes to me. Boom. Daps. Later, bro. And I was the coolest summer student because I wasn't scared of going some other route than the stupid ass. Oops. Wait, what is it? Handshake. I forgot to bleep it. Oh. Dang. So that, that's I my story. I this was a podcast. I, uh, I know, but we still, I mean, we still have kids that listen with their parents. And nephew there's some, listens. There's some kids that listen on their own. We get emails from like 13-year-olds saying, hey, I love the podcast and they want shout outs and things like that. So that that's really cool. So we oh, tried it. Dang, y'all have the influence over the youth. The youth? Youth. We're really I big with middle school. Oh, youth. Youth. You said youth. Youth. So so you know what would you say our demo is? Because this brings something up. This is actually pretty it's a funny. great question. That's a great question. I would say our demo is mostly male, twenty-eight to thirty-nine. I, M2, what do you think? You're a web person. Ours is probably that, right? It's guys, not girls. We have more guys. I mean, but we girls. have girls. We do have girls that listen, and we yeah. have women that listen. But I would say it's more men than women. But I don't, I mean, I have no idea how to tell that. I have a story I'm going with on this. M2, do you agree? No, or? yeah, I would agree. I mean, maybe a little bit younger, maybe in the 20s for guys. So Bob Mennery, you guys know who he is? I don't think so. Nope. He goes, well, he goes vulgar. So he'll do a clip of sports, but he'll do the vulgar version. So here's just a demo of it. He's letting the umpire hear it as he spits more than fucking Daffy Duck. Letting the umpires knows that he doesn't like it. He throws him out of there. And the head coach is going to give him his final fuck you. And that's what it was right there. Wait, wait, wait. wait. You know that it, you kind of heard it before? Seen no, it on Instagram? Never, never seen it. He'll take a normal sports clip and he'll add vulgarity to it. It's funny. really funny. So he goes on vacation recently, a week ago, onto a beach Montauk, if you will. Bunch of rich middle school kids. I'm. There's hundreds of kids on summer break at this beach in Montauk. Bob Mennery. What the hell is Montauk? Next to the Hamptons. But I, it's a, say, I think it's a rich people park. Okay, because you were saying Montauk, and I was like, is he saying Montage? <laughs> like, what is he saying? Like, I, I didn't know you, that was a place. Okay, so Montauk is a place. Thank you. Very close to the Hamptons. And so apparently there's a lot of middle school kids vacation there with their families. So on this beach, there's hundreds of middle schoolers. And Bob Mennery, the guy that does that voice stuff, vulgar, vulgar versions of play-by-play, he was on the beach with his family, and his family's recording. I wish I could find the clip, but I can't. His family's just, like, recording, and all of a sudden, Bob Mennery gets attacked by 100 middle school kids, and his family's like, oh, my gosh, he is huge in the middle school community. It, they had no idea he was that famous much less his demographic was nothing but middle schoolers. All these kids had on Nikes and a backpack, and they were swarming him like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, it's f***ing Bob Mennery. Oh, my gosh, it's f***ing Bob Mennery. It was a mob scene. You almost thought this dude was a professional athlete. No, 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 he's just a vulgar play-by-play guy, but apparently he's huge in middle schools. 
which I was thinking maybe possibly for the sore losers, maybe we're huge with the elementary schoolers. <laughs> Dude, yeah. like lunchbox going to a, I don't know, maybe at a random a YMCA and just getting attacked by a bunch of younger kids. Wow, <laughs> never knew they listened to the podcast. I really have no idea. Like that's one question that I don't know how you find that research out. Uh, but that would be interesting to know because I do think about that sometimes. Like, do we have a lot of kids that listen? Do we have a lot of like middle schoolers? Do we have any high schoolers? Do you think there's high schoolers that listen to our podcast? I think it's very possible. I don't think you should rule anything out. I mean, is it your main demo? No. No. But I do bet that you have younger guys listening. Right. To this. But I'm talking about like, is like, uh, Marcus and Jerome sitting there in in social studies, you know, AP U.S. history going, oh, my gosh, did you hear what the sore loser said last night? Oh, my gosh, I downloaded the pod, dude. I was listening to it in, you know, home ec. I wonder if they talk about us in high school. Like, do they have buddies that they chat with us with? I mean, I'm I think that's taking that. too, too much of a step forward for y'all. But I oh. do bet you guys have some younger people listening. There you go. Now, speaking of talking about talking to random people, I want to tell you how stupid people are on airplanes, okay? So we were flying back. Is this from, the guy that puked? You already told me. No, us. no. I'm, I'm going to tell you about I forgot all about this stupid girl in front of me. So flying back from Tampa to Nashville, this girl. You are now free to move without the country. There's a guy on the window and a guy on the aisle, and there's an empty middle seat, and this girl's like one of the last people to get on, and she goes, hey, can I sit there? And she sits down. Between and, the two dudes? Between the two dudes. And she's a good-looking chick. Good-looking, um nice looking young lady you know she's got some uh, nice boobs and so and she has juicy uh, uh tank Coach. top on juicy tank top she's real tan you were checking her out you've gotten a lot of details about this girl you <laughs> randomly saw on a plane uh she sat right in front of me oh, okay that's what i just said <laughs> i would have also had those same details exactly so i have all the details <laughs> and so she's from bowling green kentucky she i find this out in the first 10 seconds she sits down because she immediately sits down to the guy to the right hey what do you do oh you traveling for work cool next guy uh what were you doing in tampa where, where are you going I'm going back to Alabama. I own a barbecue restaurant. I was down here visiting some friends. She goes, oh, that's badass. I'm going to go party in, some Na- and party in Nashville. She, oh, are you from Nashville? Hey, I'm from Nashville. How's it going? And she's like, no, nah, I'm from Bowling Green, unfortunately, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit up Nashville. You know any good restaurants in Nashville? But yeah, I, I, I'm Bonk, from, Bonk. I know I, a good one. I, I was worried that I was going to miss my flight from Tampa. I was partying too much last night. And the guy next to her on the left on the window is like, yeah, me and my buddy, you know, I came down to visit for a few, day, few days. He goes, I feel like I'm sweating out 80 proof, you know, and then, you know, and then we were smoking. And and I'm like, you've known these people for 26 seconds. Were you in the conversation no, at all? No, I'm just listening. Got you. And I'm like, and the guy's like, yeah, I own a barbecue restaurant between Decatur and I like barbecue. And, and somewhere else in Alabama. And he names the name of it. He's like, Huntsville, yeah. right? Oh. And he was like, yeah, you know, we were just smoking. And he goes, I didn't know if I was going to make the plane this morning. He goes, we were up. I mean, we were going hard. Sorry, and- let me ask you. You guys smoking vape or cigarettes? No, uh, no. She, He said he had. Uh, and I'll hang up and listen. Uh, medical marijuana. And so he's like, yeah. So I'm just like, I'm sweating it out. I'm just, I'm glad this flight's short. And she's like, now that's the way to do it. That's the way they do it. She goes, I thought I was going to miss my flight. And then she, I mean, a minute into the conversation, she goes, oh, here, look at my fake ID. Look at how awesome this one looks. Oh, I remember that when I was in high school. No. So she's not 21. She's not 20. But no, my question is. You wanted to be in on the combo. No, but it's not. No, I'm like, girl. Do you understand that they have air marshals that fly on these airplanes? You have been talking to these people for less than two minutes, 
and you're already here. Look at my fake ID. Great point. Like, you ain't what? wrong. Like, you don't know these people, and she is just telling Missy, them. Missy, put away your ID. There could be air marshals. I'll uh, hang up in this. I, I, you're telling them everything. And she goes, here's my fake ID. And the guy's looking at it. He's like, yeah, that's real good. And then she goes, here, guy, look at it. And she gives it to the guy next to her, the other guy. And he's like, yeah, that's really good. And she was like, and, and man, if I get it taken, it's cool. I got three more. I got three more of them. And I'm like, I don't know how dumb you are, girl, but listen, there are air marshals. You don't know who you're talking to on an airplane. Just because they told you they were drinking last night doesn't mean they're not a cop, FBI, air marshal. I was just blown away that two minutes into sitting down, she has already told them all about her drinking. The guy next to her has talked about his drinking and smoking, owning a barbecue restaurant. She's showing fake IDs all in the first two minutes. Like, guys, how about so? What'd you guys do this week? I, I mean, what movies have you been watching? What TV shows? We go straight to everything. You sit next to your guy. They're like, hey, what's it like being a dad? Oh, how's it? Yeah, how's it going? I'm a dad. Dad life. Dad bod. Uh, you had the boring conversation. She had the fun conversation. But yeah, she was way too candid. Yeah, that's... Reel it that- back in, kids. Also, at the same point, that's millennials, dude. These kids nowadays, they'll meet anybody. They'll talk to anybody. It is called... It's free. It's free, man. You just talk and love life, man. That's- I know it's networking. I understand you can network. And <laughs> I, I, I just turned into a surfer dude, right? Yeah, he did. He really it, did. It's a new thing. And, and I get that you're talking. It's okay to talk to people on planes. Now, I want. Are you guys talkers to the people you sit next to? No, no. I sit there and I mind my own business. I don't talk to anybody. I don't talk to anybody. Like, I don't like flying, so I really don't like talking to people. I have to close my eyes when I take off and land. So if somebody starts talking to me, I'm like, please leave me alone. Ray, do you talk to random strangers? Coach, do you think I do or do you think I don't? There's no damn chance you do. Dude, I don't talk to a damn person. (laughs) To the point that I was a little hungover after Mike D's wedding, but on that flight, apparently my wife said we had a very attractive girl sitting next to us. I had no idea. She goes, oh, my God. Of course you didn't see her. Well, no, I didn't even look at her. That's to the. I hate talking to people on airplanes because I know everybody can see you. My ears are popping. It's you're awkwardly close, and then it's when do you stop the conversation? When do you start it? Do you do you tell too much? Do you reveal too little? Well, my wife goes, yeah. She was so nice and sweet. She kept getting my trash and putting it in the trash bin. She was really a good looking girl. I'm like. I had no idea. I, I I have sworn against talking to people on airplanes. Yeah, and the girl, then the the older gentleman on her right, he's probably in his 60s. She's like, oh, you're going to Nashville for business? You better party. You better be partying up on Broadway. You better be partying. He's like, I don't I'm know. I'm from it, Nashville. And I'm she a was radio like, star. And she's like, no, nah, no, nah, you can't go to Nashville on work and not party. You've got to party. Like, you got to live it up, dude. I, I work in like, Nashville. I'm like, girl, calm the F down. Like, she was... I mean, so for already, I was like, this girl's attractive, but she's super annoying. And then she tells the barbecue owner, uh, I, I like barbecue. Oh, she's like, oh, what, what's the name of your spot again? It's between Decatur and what? Oh, okay. You know what? I'm going to come by there one day. Um, one day, I'm going to get down to Alabama. I, you going like to hook peg, me up? I like peg leg porker. And she's like, what's your, Jimmy, I'm going to tell him Jimmy said he'd hook me up. And he goes, do it. And he goes, you going to hook me up? You going to hook me up, aren't you, Jimmy? If I ever come by your restaurant, you going to hook me up? She I was d- going hard, yes, hard, hard, conversationally speaking. Wow. I don't think there's anything wrong with people like that because we need people like that to balance off people that are like us. But I will say on an airport, on an airplane, if somebody's doing that to me, I'm about to tell them to shut the F up. 
And finally, drunk, hungover dude that owns the barbecue restaurant, he just put his head against the window and closed his eyes. Yep, Smart. That, yes. Like, he was just finally like, you know what? And he, you could see that he was sweating. I mean, there was sweat coming down the, his forehead. Like, he was he was perspiring because he was so hungover. Coach, and call me a dick for this. The reason I also don't start the conversation is because it always leads to what do you do? Yes, you're and a dick. And nine times out of ten, call me a dick. My job is way more interesting than their job. I've, uh, yes. And they will be way more interested in hearing about my job than I will be into hearing about their job. 100%. 100%. Every, <laughs> Everybody's going to like our job. Everybody's going to think our job is cool. And I've, I have you guys ever had this has happened to me a few times on flights. Well, you've obviously been hit on, so don't be shy. No, 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 no. that's actually not what I was going to say. Okay. I have been. That was that was an interesting experience. Um but no, I was actually going to say I've had listeners that end up sitting next oh, to me the God, entire no. flight. Oh, God, but most no. of the time don't say anything until we land. And they're like, I didn't want to bother you. I know who you are. It's nice to meet you. That's and I'm awk. like, well, I feel awkward because what if I did something that whole flight and now I feel like I did something probably bad. No, she, like, I, I had one girl. <laughs> I had one girl sit next to me. I don't even know where we were. Maybe Mike D's wedding. I don't know. I mean, a lot happened on that plane, yeah. apparently. <laughs> uh, and she hit me on Instagram later and said, hey, I sat next to you on the plane. So cool. I recognized you because of your shoes. Your nice. shoes? What? Like my shoes, not my face, not, not my, my voice, dying. my shoes. What shoes were you wearing? I was wearing high heels. Thanks for asking. Do you wear the me. same shoes? All I was all dressing all- in drag. <laughs> <laughs> do you? Do you wear? The, I was picturing lunchbox as a drag queen. I don't know. I kind of like it. No, we don't like it. But no, I was just wearing normal tennis shoes, and that's what I'm saying. I was like, that was weird. But I've never had that. I, I if I sit next to a listener, that'd be terrible. Now that you're married with kids. You're kind of blocked off from people, though, especially on Southwest. You're not yes. necessarily going to have to sit next to somebody. Unless I'm traveling by myself or, you know, my like for Mike D's wedding, she went before. True. So I could have got stuck next to someone. I did have one guy. That oh, it was boy. so bad. It was so bad. He sat right next to me purposely. You know, I always get a window seat. I get pretty on pretty early on Southwest flights. And I always Take get a window that, seat. Guys. Okay, A list. <laughs> no, Humble I don't. Brag. Guys, you want to sit with you? Got to get on early. No, guys, because yeah, I vomit hey. on planes, so I have to get on in a specific spot. Some guys think that's hot. Oh yeah, boy, that's a turn on. No, anyways, <laughs> she pukes all hey, over. Hey, you should do an OnlyFans for puking. <laughs> I hate you guys so much. Um, <laughs> Business idea. <laughs> anyways, I'm sitting there, and one of like the first few people on after comes and sits right next to me. Oh, see. In the middle he seat. He eyed you. And no one's nobody does yeah, that. Yeah, no one okay? does it. No one sits in the middle seat right away. And immediately starts hitting on me. Oh yeah. Well, and okay. I'm like, like when he said, when you say hits on, what does he say? He's like, you're so beautiful. Okay, that's it. You know, that's like I got. That's not subtle. He's like, <laughs> I, I own. Oh, it gets better. He goes, I'm, I'm a producer, and I would so love to have you act in one of my shows. Okay. <laughs> now we're talking. No. Oh no. Big money though. No. Yeah, he, this is. Movie I'm star. telling you, this is not like it was not anything legit. And I'm just trying to entertain him until we take off to where I can pass out, right? So this goes on for a while, and he keeps talking about it. I'm like, okay, like, that that all sounds interesting, but, like, you, and he kept trying to get my number and my email, anything that I would give to what give him my contact. What are you doing to those questions? I'm just kind of pushing him off. Like, I, don't, I don't believe in email. I don't believe in phones. <laughs> no, I was just like, well, no, like, I don't, no, I don't no, give no. strangers my phone number. I really don't know you. Oh, I don't know dang, what this is all baller. about. That's a definite no. Yeah, like, I was just really trying to put it off. And so... 
we take off and I like act like I fell asleep. Smart. I just kept my eyes closed the whole time. It's almost worth it to fake the whole time. Yes. <laughs> and then we land and he's still, at this point, it's become harassment, right? Like he's really pushing it. And I'm like, I need to get out of here and I don't necessarily feel the safest. I've ever How was felt. this never reported? I, well, I didn't really know what to do. Nothing Did you make the signal for an air marshal? What, what city? I can still file this. No, I, gosh, I don't even know. I think I was flying to, to St. Louis at this point. And Way I, to go, St. Louis listeners. Yeah, St. Louis <laughs> represent. Yeah, the Creepsters. St. <laughs> Creepy. That guy's directing some creepy play now. I, <laughs> you guys are all going to. I had to, like, the only way I got him to leave me alone, I was like, hey, you can message me everything on my Instagram. And if something comes up, I'll, I'll let you know if I can do it. That was how I got out of the situation. He blew up my Instagram. I got 50 messages from this oh man after that moment. What was his movie called? God. I don't know. I still don't know. Because I watched a documentary called Hot Girls Wanted. That was probably it. <laughs> that, that was probably the one. <laughs> and, and it's like a, a dude living in his house, and he recruits girls, says he's going to make them, like, put them in movies and make them famous. Oh Coach, send gosh, me that so trailer. <laughs> It is not for so me, for weird. Not for you at Hot all. Hot girls wanted. Maybe that's what it was. So that's not a terrible plot line, Coach. I mean, no, no, no. It's a documentary, dude. Oh my gosh! It was very uncomfortable. Like the most uncomfortable I've ever felt in an hour flight, if that's even possible. No, it's possible because there's a, there's going to be one flight that you have to be feel the most uncomfortable. Like, but I mean, no like in what. an hour, in one hour. But lunch, feeling your pain, being a seat forward, you still heard all that? Yes. If somebody's having a conversation behind you or in front of you, you hear everything. You hear it all. Yeah. On so an airplane, of- it's like the barbershop. You hear everything. Right. And so, I mean, I'm getting, I know most people's <clears throat> life stories if they're talking without even having a conversation with them. Like I stand up, I'm like, oh, that guy's a contractor. He, mm-hmm. Hopefully he's able to find work. He said, but you know, then you'll find out about jobs. And I mean, I find out, I'm like, man, that job sounds God awful. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I travel all around the country and just do electrical work. What? You travel to go do electricity? That sounds miserable. You got to carry your tools with you? That The city you're going to doesn't have electrical tools for you? Yeah, I just got to carry the whole pack here with me, and then they, they put us up in a hotel. It's real nice, but then we go do electrical work. Yeah, I don't care how nice the hotel is. That job sounds miserable. The other thing I find... Hang up and listen. The other thing I find annoying on an airplane, this didn't happen this time, but if you're watching TV, watching a movie, whatever, and the person next to you starts watching your screen, like Ooh, that is so awkward. Yeah. Like guys, I understand <laughs> oh, you. Like, oh. I, like there's a TV there and you don't have one, so you just kind of. But you can't hear it, so you have no idea what's going on because I have headphones on. What do you have? Your laptop or your phone? A phone or my iPad? Or rock, or rocking the iPad? Yeah, I, I still rock the iPad. I'm I'm 50 years old. Okay. <laughs> you right. really are. Damn, that's, that's what my it. dad does. I I said, Shut up. <laughs> Shut up! Coach, if a dude a dude is uh, doing a little blackjack hand, I will peer onto that. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's so <laughs> weird. Right. It's so, so, so weird. A creeper. I'm not a creeper on movies, but I'm a creeper on if they're gambling on their computer. It's so weird <laughs> that people will watch your screen, and I don't, under, I, I don't know if it's just like you're drawn to it because it's TV and it's something moving, The but it happens all the time when you're watching something. You'll just see the person next to you just kind of staring at your screen. You just kind of glance. I'm like, what are you doing here? It like, is rude, but boy, is it entertaining because now this is flashbacks. When I went to Aruba, the guy to the, it was adjacent. So I'm in the aisle. He's adjacent. He had his laptop pulled open. He's playing blackjack and he was playing for real money. I know the websites. I know when it's real or fake money. Homie, by the time we landed, he may have been cleaned out five or 600. 
Oh. And 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 I'm seeing him visibly get more and more angry. By the time we landed, okay, that's entertaining. He now. was there with his family, and I'm telling you, the next whatever happened, car ride, hotel check in, was miserable because that guy was so pissed. But he would he would miss a hundred dollar bet. Bad black can be like, <clears throat> kind of look around. I wasn't looking. I'm like looking away, and then he goes back at it. He closes out of it, oh. gets back into the blackjack. Easily five or six before we even landed. I was like, oh good god. Glad I gave up gambling. Yeah, that, that flight got a lot more expensive. Uh, you know what I mean? He thought the tickets were expensive. He's like, hey, you know what, honey? Don't worry. We can pay extra for the ticket. You know, last minute vacation, I'll get it back on the plane. Here we go. I was like, I hope these Damn kids it. aren't wanting to go on any excursions because daddy just lost it all. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a budget trip. <laughs> all right, here's an email. We are the store losers at gmail.com. What's up, coaches? My name is Hunter. I'm from Mississippi. I love the pod. I've been listening since day one. No cap. And it's awesome to see how much the podcast has grown. No cap. Anyway, my birthday is on June 24th, and I was wondering if I could get a birthday shout-out. I'm turning 24. This is my favorite podcast. Keep up the good work, boys. Yeah! yeah! Hunter Doris. Hey, Hunter. We're only about a month late. Happy birthday, dude. Hope you're enjoying summer break. Did you say he was younger? No, he's 24, man. Oh, then but you, he could be on summer break from uh, like grad school, but with the name Hunter Doris, doesn't sound like he's going to grad school. The only adults that are on summer break, teachers, they do. They still live that summer lifestyle where you get three and four months three off, three months off, and then a month off at Christmas. So they work about six months a year. But I don't recommend it. Dated a girl uh, before no, you were married. Before I was married, okay. giving no specifics. She was a teacher, and having three months off, it can lead to how do I put this lightly? Alcoholism. She, she oh, was drinking I, wine every single day. Let me tell you, I never realized that the teachers were the biggest drinkers. <laughs> no, seriously. Dude, like, they have hard jobs. No, I, Coach, why but, do you think your prof was laughing teaching geometry? When I was a kid, I didn't realize that. But now as an adult, you realize that the teachers are the ones that go to happy hour. They're the ones that go home and have a bottle of wine because of screaming kids. It seems miserable. It seems like a miserable, miserable job. Unless they're a coach, their schedule actually plays towards Perfectly. happy hour because you're done at three or four. That's a dovetail right into slide right into that. You're drinking, you're drinking, you're heading home. Yes. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. 
You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Here's another one. Hey, coaches, my husband and I are huge fans of the show. Friday, June 25th is his 33rd birthday, and I would love it if y'all could give him a B-Day shout-out. His name is Aaron Salazar. Happy birthday, Aaron Salazar, Ray. Yeah! And he would freak out if he heard his name on the show. Y'all even inspired him to do his own podcast. Oh, man, what's the name of that one? Can't wait to tune in. Probably not Aaron Salazar. I promise I would shotgun a seltzer with him like Ray and Bay. Thanks, coaches. I'll hang up and listen. Stephanie Alokin. Alotion. Alotion. Oh, boy. The worst is when I get, sorry, shameless plug, the cameos, and it'll say all this stuff. He's been married 10 years. He's served our country. Now he's back home. He's doing this. He has five kids, all this. And it says, like, 29 years old. I'm like, this dude's six years younger than me, and he's done all that, and he has an entire family and a house and a mortgage. Either I'm just doing something terribly, or you got some of your years taken away from you. One of the two, and I still am trying to figure out which. Oh, man. Now, M2. Yo. Has your boyfriend met your parents? Yes, he has. Whoa. You've been away from the big show. Mm-hmm. Oh. They, when 4th of July happened, we all, like, I... My boyfriend, some of my friends, my family was all in town. We all watched fireworks together. So they briefly met him. That now, was did like, you go to the park I told you to go to? I did. It was, was it awesome? awesome? It, it was, was so great, awesome. wasn't it? Yes. It was, it was the perfect place to watch fireworks. Yes. There's not a big crowd. We did get stuck in some traffic. Okay. I think some more people discovered it this year. But, but you had plenty of room. Yes. And you could see the fireworks perfectly from downtown. Yes. You this nailed This is not it. a 4th of July episode. This is not a 4th of July <laughs> no, episode. No, it's not. But I it didn't know that know. she met the boyfriend. So, okay. Were you guys holding hands? Yes, we were holding hands. Now, my, were you guys kissing? No. Not in front of your dad? No, I mean, now, I, I, I gave a question. him a kiss. So when your parents were there, did, did he, he spend the night? No. That's classy. That's no. American. If, if he goes back home for Christmas, would he spend the night in your room? Yeah, probably. Okay. I mean, Balling. we're grown adults at this point. I understand that, but I, some people still think that's weird. I mean, yeah, everybody has their different ideas of it. Did your parents, like, after they leave, and he's not around, do they give you feedback? Or no matter what, do your parents say, oh, I like him? Yeah, I mean, again, it was a br- very brief interaction. Like, they met him, had maybe a five, ten-minute conversation, we watched fireworks, and we all went home. We had, like, my parents had their dogs and stuff in town that are super old, and yeah. so it was hard to do a lot of things. Um, so we didn't meet him too many, like, times, so they didn't get to have – much of an impression besides the fact that, yes. Like but if they don't nice. like him, would they say, I don't like him? Yeah, but, like, how do you decide if you like somebody off five, ten minutes? Well, I understand that. First I just impressions, yeah, he was great. I just feel like parents would never tell their kid right away. Like, whenever, like when your oh, buddy's, my parents would. When your buddy's point. dating someone, you never say, oh, dude, she's a bitch. Whoa. Oh, no. sorry, right? Hit that. <laughs> At this point, my parents would. I've had some bad pickers. No. And they would tell me. <laughs> No. I'm telling you, they would tell me. Just like my friends know to tell me at this point because I've dated some not great people. Well, I mean, just let me know when I can follow this guy on Instagram. <laughs> so I'm not making Oh, that yeah. Can he do that? <laughs> I don't even know how to find him. Once yeah, I- after I reveal it. Yeah, I still haven't revealed it. Oh, you haven't revealed his Instagram? Or just his name or anything, no. But Ray could follow anybody. I mean, he could follow him on Instagram. Yeah, and- but trust me, our Coach, listeners are. I've followed him before, watching. and then I have to do the unfollow. Yeah, because yes. Ray, even after the breakup, Ray was still friends with Guys, him. Yeah. That was awkward. It was this- so bad. Ray was still DMing him. I, if I'm going to be Facebook, Instagram uh, serious with this guy, I need to make sure it's Instagram a legit serious. relationship. I will. I'll let uh, you know when you can, thank you. Ray. Thank you. One thing, Ray, I want to point out that you are dead on. What do you always say about rich people? 
They buy the dumbest. Yes, and I think it comes down to also with fashion. Rich people spend the money on the dumbest things, and because they're rich, people say, oh, that looks good. That's cool. Yes. Like, you watch these people wear these just stupid-ass outfits, stupid-ass outfits, and it's like, oh, it's because Russell Westbrook's wearing it. That looks cool. No, if that dude walked into middle school like that, he would be the clown of the class. Yes. Everybody would laugh at them. Am I am I crazy? Clown of the class. Yes. Everybody would be like, dude, that dude doesn't know how to dress. Like, what's wrong with him? But because they're rich, all of a sudden, the crappiest looking clothes are the, the nice ones. Oh, oh, that's a great style. I it, just noticed this watching TV, and it's like they put this crap on there. I'm like, that's not fashion. And, and the sad thing is, when it comes to fashion, if we're going to talk about that aspect of being rich, most of these clothes are only wearing one or two times. Oh, my God. I'm all about practicality. Give me a sweatshirt I can rock to the radio station. Yeah, something that says coach on it. Shopsorelosers.com. 365 straight days. I want something I can wear to the my boy's house, hanging with my girl when I'm laying in bed. I'm not going to get some uncomfy coat because it's in style, but rich people will do that. Yes. That's the difference. I'll get an uncomfy item every now and See, again. See, that's stupid. Why? I Like, I get an uncomfy pair of really bomb AF shoes. I can see shoes. With women, It's t- sometimes yes. they go shoes, to uncomfortable. I get out. it. But jeans, they should be. When I bought my jeans, the newest ones that I got, I was in Zara for an hour. I wanted to make sure they were the most comfy pair of jeans. When I put them on, they felt like a damn condom. Okay. Well, I, f- I do feel like that's right with jeans, but like shoes, so a dress, <laughs> a tux that you have to buy. That was funny. That was a good one. Who there buys a, a tux? <laughs> or like a suit. Yeah. You know, those aren't necessarily comfy. Dresses aren't comfy, but like you got to have them. Uh, okay. I see your point. And I know you have to go. You're going to the gym. So you can hop out and say bye. I know you were. You, see, we say didn't, something for the truckers. We always like. Can I? Can I just say I, I, we didn't have fully engaged Morgan number two because she was doing Morgan. her other job, but which I could tell full, like, her not even fully engaged is still better than Eddie. <laughs> yeah, and Eddie had something to take care of today, so he couldn't. Do Eddie ran. I mean, this podcast is down to just about me. And well, I don't what's know your guys' made up story about Eddie? You guys no. make up stories about each other when you're out. So no, it's what's just your made up no, story? It's only me that I cheated on my wife because that's their funny thing is they like to do the what's the voice, Ray? I cheated. No, they made up another story when Ray was out for a little bit. Y'all made up a story about him. You guys make up stories about each other. So no, I Ray know had Ray's. to go. He had to go get Botox. Yeah, yeah. So he had to go do this. So I was going like the tanning salon or some no, crap. Say, see. I mean, Eddie. Okay, so what's your made up story about doing, Eddie? He's doing another walk. No, he's walking to. Uh, He's getting hair implants. Oh, oh my God. You guys didn't know that? <laughs> I don't know if we were supposed to say that. I don't know if he's talking about that yet, but, yeah, he's getting hair implants. Apparently, he's, try- he's pulling his pubes and putting them on his head. Yeah. That's it's what- a massive surgery. <laughs> I'm going to leave it's on just, that note. It's just, just like Joe Buck. It's just like Joe Buck. Oh, wait. Oh my hey, okay. coaches, actually, just LB, I'm a little behind on listening to the podcast, kind of like y'all are behind on hitting them birthday shout-outs. But I'm here to correct you on something I heard about you saying about Kansas State has no national titles. Kansas State has won numerous national titles and a few in debate and other activities. However, they do not have an NCAA championship. Come put some respect on the name. Oh my God. E-mal. That's rude, and it's Ema. 
Ema, and I will hang up and listen. What? Zach from I'm Kansas. I'm gonna hang up on you, Zach. What no, he, he's, he's he's defending K State. No, he's not. Yes, he's he making is. fun. I can tell that is a Kansas Jayhawk that wrote that email. No, no, I I'm, can tell. Can I tell you why? Because we were talking about Mississippi State winning the College World Series, and I said now there's only two universities that don't have any national titles. It's Kansas State and Virginia Tech. And so Zach is here defending Kansas State, saying no. They won some debate titles and other no, activities. He may, I agree he with him may too. Be, he may be like defending it, but he's making fun yeah. of it no, at the same not. time. Yeah. That is hashtag, a Kansas Jayhawk. He hashtag Emaw. Well, if he hashtag Emaw, then he is K State, but he was sarcastic yeah. to the point where it sounded like he was making fun of the school. Yeah. And M2 has already given us stories about the sororities and all that. They have fine campus life. There's no reason for us to bash him. No, I think Thanks, Kansas Ray. State. I, I think it probably has a good campus Coach, life. You missed our soror- you yeah. missed sorority episode, Coach. Oh, she was no. talking to us about all, her and all her sorority sisters. The truck drivers loved it. <laughs> I'm married. I wasn't that into it, but I was listening a little bit. And at, on the same podcast, we talked about Ray's and all his friends going to strip clubs and all the time. Also, this is great. We also broke down strip clubs. Oh, strip clubs are amazing. We talked about know. you eating the buffet at the strip club yes, oh, in yeah. Talladega. Hey, steak and fries, two ninety nine. Oh, oh, oh. All the all the strip club sorority <laughs> conversations. I mean, the best one, one of the best strip club stories I've ever heard is my roommate is a firefighter in San Antonio. And his station was uh, right by the strip club. So they would get calls to the strip club all the time because the strippers would OD or they'd break an ankle. That part's not amazing, but you get to walk in instead of a car wreck, a strip club. Yes, he would walk in and there still the dancers would still be going on and he would be reeling in the stretcher through the the people and he'd have to go to the back to the dressing room and put the stripper on the stretcher and wheel her out. That's a terrible story. and, And the strippers are still dancing. Like they're, they're still the business goes on. There's still guys getting lap dances, and here are the firefighters wheeling one of the strippers that out. That is a terrible story Dude, for you us. You know the firefighters on. when they do the fire pole and they time it. I bet they had their fastest times going to the strip club, <laughs> dude. Dude, they were out that door. Bay's dad used to be a fire chief. What really? A, what a dope schedule. Yeah, all of all of Nashville. He, uh, you would be like two days on where you're nonstop. And then I think you get no, three days no, off. No, you're on 24, off 48. I should have listened to him a little bit better. Yes, because my roommate, this is what's crazy. <laughs> is he, if he wanted to take a vacation, he would take three days off and he's off for like two and a half weeks. Because of the schedule. Yes. So interesting. It, it would, he would be off, you know, he'd take three days off. So then he's off two weeks. It's like, wow, you only took three vacation days, but you really got two weeks of life off. And also, there's so much downtime to the point where oh, they dude. take shifts of cooking. So her dad, the my father-in-law, he would have to be the cook or whatever. So he's making burgers and hot dogs for the guys. You almost have to look out for everybody, and you almost become a family. Yes, you have your night to cook. Yep, that's what it is. And you can't repeat something that someone cooked within the last few weeks. <laughs> like, there's all these rules. So you sign up and what you're going to make and all that, and you have to do it. And the cool thing is you can work out. They had a treadmill. I mean, you go in there and you get your shred, shred, shred sesh, and then you don't even have to work out when you go home because you did it while you're getting paid. Dang. Yeah, yeah, that's what he would – I mean, he loved it. He, he loved it. And now he is in EMT school because I guess to move up the ranks, you have to do EMT school and be an EMT for a while. So he gave up the he gave up the fire truck and he's um, moving to the ambulance. Well, and it's also okay to the point where if there's cutbacks and stuff, give one more little something to the truck drivers. M two, mm-hmm. that was good. I don't. I don't, I don't. Oh, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I feel uncomfortable now. Tr- I, I got nothing. We need something. 
Did you say I love y'all? Oh, yeah, I love y'all. Y'all my friends. Hey, good to see you. Give that to the trucker. Truckers will love that. Yeah, she's going to the tanning booth. Wait guys, a second. Think. Was she talking to me? No, she's talking to me, Henry. I'm driving through New Mexico real lonely, and M2 <laughs> warmed me up. <laughs> she said, <laughs> I can't believe she said I love you. Uh, Abby said she actually had truck drivers hit her up. Slid into her DMs. Because we did an episode. I did. That. I saw that. It's about <laughs> truck drivers and her, her DMs, but yes. All right. Good job, boys. Way yeah. to creep them out. Hey, what's up, coach? Coaches, I love the podcast. Only been listening for a couple months, and I'm hooked. I tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I just wanted to say thanks for making work easier with your commentary. Would love a shout-out on the show if possible. God bless you and your families. Sincerely, J.B. Thorne. Why don't we have more listeners like that? I mean, God bless you and your families. Thank you, Coachy. I mean, no one ever says nice things about our family. That was very sweet. Yeah. But also, guys, don't be that dependent on this podcast because someday it's going to go away and you're going to have to go back to your sucky lives. I mean, Th- that's my just uh, clarification. No, no, that's no, my no, caveat. No, 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 no. Until that day comes, though, you need to be dependent on this podcast. You need to eat, breathe, sleep it. You need to download it every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You need to tell your friends every device you have, download it on that device and hit play, even if you're not in the room. So that way we get some listens and some streams. So people, like, we get some numbers. Come on, guys. Coach, I love your enthusiasm about people being addicted to this podcast. That's okay. cool and awesome. But I'm telling you, with Big Brother, Summer of 2007, I watched every episode of Big Brother. Then, after a week, I said, what? There's live feeds. I watched live feeds because I was in college, and it was summer break, so I wasn't taking classes, but I was working, and I had an easy work schedule. I was watching live feeds. Sometimes it would be till 6 in the morning. Every <laughs> That's unbelievable. Coach, that is unbelievable. Coach, to the point that when Big Brother ended in August, I membership ended, I had like, it was called Quick Pass or something. So the live feeds are over. The episode, the show's over. For three days after that, Billy can tell you, dude, I was severely depressed. I felt like I was missing something <laughs> in my life. It was just because I'd become addicted to the live feeds, coach. Okay. I yeah. thought those people were my, they weren't, I, did I ever talk to them? No. <laughs> they weren't your friends. But dude. I grew an attachment kind of the way you guys are explaining about this podcast. And for three days, I had serious with, withdrawals. <laughs> coach, it's not funny. It's not funny, Coach. <laughs> but here's the thing. Like, you've been talking about Big Brother forever, and I finally watched it last summer, and it was god-awful. It may be a tad better this summer. It was god-awful, and I was like, I am never watching that crap again, okay? So guess what? My DVR picked up the new season there, there of Big Brother, okay? He's and I'm back. like, all right, here we go. I'm going to give it a chance. I'm going to watch it, and I'm going to see what this is all about. And I think Big Brother got the message. I think Big Brother, the producers, everybody on that show realize that Big Brother has sucked for like the last six years. Yes. I don't know. Because all of a sudden they are bringing all sorts of twists because they said we need action. Correct. Because it seemed like from what I watched the one season, the one season I watched, it's the one alliance, no one makes a move, and you just skate all the way through to the top five, and then it's just there's really no backstabbing, there's no Amen. craziness. And so finally they, they sat down and said, listen, guys, if we're going to get new listeners, if we're going to get the juices going Watchers, again, coach. we have to do something to, to mess up this house. We have to get the comfort level out of here. And they absolutely brought some great twists this season. The episode I watched when they talk about, okay, if you win the some game, you get to spin a wheel and you get to 
you're playing in teams and you get to make someone from your team, maybe one, two, or three people from your team safe. That makes you reveal who you're working with Correct. right away. Yes. Um, they're so, only one or two episodes in. Guys, you're not too far behind to catch up. You can just, on your remote, say Big Brother, and it'll go to the first episode if you have Xfinity. Yes, yeah, so I am I am back into giving Big Brother a shot. It, the only problem is it's so many damn nights a week. It's a huge time commitment. It is, and they just there's so much time that there's nothing happening but it's still like a two-hour episode, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, can we please condense it to an hour? What's interesting that they don't show is they're talking in the house. They need to – almost the competitions don't need to be aired on television. I agree. Tell us who won the competition, but show us more of the dynamics behind the doors right. of the house. We need to see more strategy talk on the TV. And I understand the live cam because my wife – it was our first season watching last last summer – and so she started watching the live feeds. I never did because I was just like, I, I can't, I don't have enough time. Like, how am I going to know when the good stuff is happening? She's like, oh, well, there's this Twitter account that will tell you, hey, yes. you need to get on right now. And I'm Hamster like, Hamster watch. That's ridiculous. I don't have time for that. So she was like, hey, we need to watch these couple episodes. And then she goes, I guess the live feeds are back. So guess who's back into the live feeds? She's checking them. My wife is back yeah. into the live feeds. I need to do that again. But I get too into them, though, Coach. I got kind of annoyed. I, I felt like every to be on this season, you had to work in tech. There were a lot of techies. Everybody's like, oh, I, I, I do tech. I, I'm from Austin. I graduated from Combs School of Business. I invented a tech company. Hey, my name's uh, this guy, and I quit my job a couple months ago, and I'm uh, starting my own tech company. And the yeah. one dude, you can go into Big Brother and make up any profession. The one guy, great bodybuilder, looks like super smart dude. And he goes in there and goes, I'm a bartender. Like, dude, you don't even seem like a bartender at all. There's no way people are going to believe that a weekend. You can't be a well-thought, educated dude and be a bartender. Bartender guys are quick action, hotheads. They, they party balls. They party balls. They're not cool, calm, and collected. This guy goes, I'm a bartender. Bro, you don't look like a yeah, bartender. Yeah, dude's a lawyer. Dude's a lawyer, and he's talking about, I'm a bartender. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. And I, I did like the one girl... <laughs> The girl, her, her lie was, I'm a voice actress. That was smart because people don't know that yeah, much you, about it. How the hell would you know? I, and she and she did smart. She goes, and I do voices for indie games. So it's not like major major video games. It's small games. So people are going to be like, I've never heard of that game. Exactly. Because it doesn't exist. She made it up. And she's right. Saying she's something, something chemist. I'm like, I don't know. I, you're too. It's not relatable. I do love Big Brother. The thing that what sucks with Big Brother is, and I'm, we may be a day late on this, so just forgive me. But when they start, the hotties start to go right away. You you got to even though the hotties at times don't have a lot of gameplay. That's stereotyping. I get it, but maybe yes. okay. It sucks when the hotties go one, two, three, and that we run the risk this season of that happening, and there could be no hotties in the house. I, I do <laughs> I, when they were picking teams. I don't understand how the teams thing is going to work out. I don't really understand. Oh, that. neither do producers. They just throw they're, they're stuff just going against the wall. But it's it's different and it's interesting. But when they were picking teams, every time it was a hot girl against the ugly chick. The, the dude picked the hot chick. They, they picked the hot chick every time. It, it was like, this person's a, a NASA scientist. This girl picks up trash on the side of the road. I'll take her because she's hot. Like, I mean, you want to. I mean, I was just like, this is so typical and so funny. But I am giving Big Brother another shot because they did so many twists. But the tw we're in trouble with Big Brother if uh, Bikini Model goes out. I'm just telling you. A bikini Model. She's a designer. Bl bikini Blondie, designer. What? Well then, okay. And then here's my thing. She's like, "Oh yeah, I'm a I'm a swimsuit. I, I launched my own swimsuit line. 
me and a friend in June. So you're telling me you launched a company. You launched a company, and a week, two weeks later, you're going to leave the damn company to go on Big Brother? I got to tell you something, girl. I am not going to be happy if I'm your business partner unless you're going to be wearing those swimsuits nonstop on the cameras to bring us publicity, which I have not seen her in the, and I need to see the name brand tattooed across your chest if you're going to leave us after two weeks of launching to go on Big Brother. Yes. I'm in right 100% with what you just said. I When she said that, she's like, yeah, we launched in June. I said, June? It's July. It's July. It's been open for your your line has been live for two freaking weeks. And you took it. And maybe it's a great marketing point. But the problem is I have no idea the name of her swimsuit. And she's on Big Brother. I've seen her on there for however many episodes. But I don't know the name of her damn swimsuit line. And uh, the dude that's from Tennessee, it looks like he's overplaying Frenchy. his hand. Frenchy is going a little too hot. People have already started to see that he just goes into rooms. Sometimes he'll go in the bathroom. And people notice he doesn't even go to the bathroom because he's listening. He's eavesdropping. Guys, nobody wants that type of player around. We may be losing the Tennessee guy very soon. Well, Maybe they come with me as the backup Tennessee guy. Here's the thing about Frenchie. And immediately into that episode, I told my wife, I said, oh, he's screwed. He's making promises to too many people already. Like, he talked about how he has a book that he's watched every episode of Big Brother, and he has a book of of every season. Nerd and, alert. And nerd alert about moves he would have made and where people messed up. Get he went here. in on the house on day one and starts promising people everything, and he told too many people who he was going to be targeting. Like, he told him that he was going to be targeting Christensen or Christian or whatever that guy's name is. And, and then so, people told Christian. And yeah, and so then he went up and got immunity because he took part in the challenge. And then, oh no, now my whole concept is blown because <laughs> I opened my big mouth. I thought you had a damn book. The number one rule in the book is don't make promises to everyone on day one and don't tell anybody who you're targeting until it's target day. And just like Lunchbox on the plane with that girl that overshared, yes. Frenchie goes up to a girl and just overtalks and says, so who are your alliances with? Why would you ever have that conversation two days into the house? At least lay in the weeds for a little bit. Hey, bikini model, tell me who your all alliances are. Um, no. Why I'm are you not. only talking to me? Okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to put you on the block. So, yes, Frenchie screwed up big time. But here's the thing. It's sort of like Survivor. And Survivor comes back September 22nd. Big two-hour season premiere. Going to be a huge season. I cannot wait. Ray, you've got, get back in. I've survival. watched it before. I know. Get back in. It I is in. so good. I agree. It, and love. their competitions, because their competitions are way b better than the Big Brother oh, ones. Big Brother ones uh -huh. are so damn stupid. Survivor competitions, hands down, might be the best ones of any reality show. Yeah, that uh, and the challenge. Gauntlet, yeah. The challenge is really good. But I, I look at Big Brother, and some of the challenges are just so stupid. But I do what I do like about the Big Brother is the the the, the have nots funny, and the one bed this time for a you, week you can't eat normal food and you sleep in a you have to have cold showers and your beds are terrible. The ones this there's the bed they're side by side. You have to have one person on each side or else it, it it's a seesaw, and so it becomes unstable and you fall off the damn bed. Hilarious! I love it, but I love the. When you get a punishment and you have to wear like a costume around the house. Correct. That's funny. Yeah. Funny stuff by Big Brother. They need to highlight that more. The competitions, they show way too much of the competitions. They need to condense them, but it's live. That's the only problem. So there's no editing. 
but they should edit the competitions where it's a lot quicker. That's what Survivor does. There's no way those competitions only take four minutes. They take about an hour probably, but we only see four minutes of the action. That's what I want on Big Brother so I can see more strategy talk. And guys, um, I'm a producer for a radio show. Maybe I need to go into TV. Maybe Big Brother doesn't need to have the live episode anymore because Julie Chen, Julie Chen Moonves, it's so slow. It's okay. so damn okay. slow. Okay, Carl, what is your answer? I get it's live and it's kind of hard. She doesn't want to say the wrong name. Cool. Edit it. Who cares? Make it quick. Smash cut TikTok video. I don't need to see Julie Chen ask every single person. Okay, guys, go ahead and enter the backyard. Julie, say it faster. It doesn't have to be live. And yeah. I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> and when they're going in the house, when they're going in the house, oh, go straight to the backyard. Oh, go to the straight. And they're mingling around, mingling around. Guys, I need you to go to the backyard. I need you. Oh, my God. Like, if we could just edit that. Like, I understand you want the coolness of it being live when they go in the house. It, it, I mean, just we could have cut out six minutes of that, of them just going in the house. And then next thing you know, Boom, they're at the backyard where they're starting the competition. Good God, it was driving me nuts. But, and my wife was like, do they not know how to listen to instructions? Go straight to the backyard. I said, yeah, but it's so hard when you've been dreaming about getting in the Big Brother house that you get in there, you're going to automatically, wow, and you're going to look around. And uh, what we or learned is... Or have the door open up to the backyard so they're immediately in the backyard. And everybody says... Great point on that. I agree. Uh, why even go through the house? Yes. Get him to the backyard. Yes. Have a special tunnel. So, and we learned, oh, I'm a huge fan from Big Brother. All these, this theme is they're huge fans of the game. Oh, I love the game. I lo I'm not here to become a celebrity. I'm not here to get famous. Every single one of those people, when they got in the house, instead of looking at the house, they all were drawn to the video board of their own face. Every single one of them goes, oh my gosh, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Really? So you guys aren't here for fame? Every single one of y'all in the entire house didn't go look at the house. You stared at a picture of yourself. I mean, but it's cool to see yourself on the board. I get, get it. It's of sort here. of like the real world and the the challenge when they get there. They all run around the house like they are eight-year-old kids, and it's amazing because it's the first time seeing it. Oh, it's all brand new. It's so cool. Oh! I will give Big Brother props. They increased the prize from the measly half a million to $750,000. Yes. Thank you. Now is, that because, now, is that going to be because it's going to be split between people because they're on teams? I don't know. No, they're, they're doing away with the teams. Teams ain't lasting. You, oh, you think teams will get? They do it for a couple weeks, and then it's out. Uh, the big, big Brother has no rules. They'll play it by the skin of their nuts, and then they just roll with it. Man. But, yeah, I, I, I'm definitely into I'm going to watch Big Brother. I'm back in. But the other one that comes on after Big Brother is Love Island. I watched it last year, and they were stuck in Vegas, and they didn't do anything. I'm going to give it another shot to see how it really works, like if they actually do stuff on Love Island because, boy, on the Vegas one, they really just sat on benches. There was nowhere to go. They couldn't do anything. And it just started. It just started. That's when you can get in on it. And so I will watch it again just to see, like, okay, is it is interesting? Is it Does it still suck? I don't know. Let me watch. But, yes, I, I'm, I'm back in on Big Brother, so I'm giving it another shot, and that's all I got. I don't know what else I'm talking about, but that was a good episode. Thanks, Dang Morgan it. Number 2. What? I was going to do a theme song. I didn't have it loaded. Oh, Big Brother? Yeah. I'll pull it up. But uh, Pull but, it up. But if you guys are considering it, what me and Lunch are both telling you it's worth a, at least a glance. I don't know how long you'll watch it, but...
And because it is live, you can follow online. You could even see oh God, that's to the point where I think people that are about to get evicted. So you can jump ahead of the episodes. Yeah, and you'll know, like, if you watch online, you already know who won, like, challenges because they'll be in the head of household or whatever. I mean, there, there's so many different games that you don't really – I don't really understand. I'm still learning. You don't need to. But they act like it's such a complicated show. It's not. You just go in there and you try to get liked and you try to make it to make – But, okay, can I, and I, can I tell you the stupidest ones, the stupidest part is when – they're revealing that they, they made the Big Brother house and they get their key and it's like, oh, I'm looking through books. Oh, how did that get there? Oh, With like they what? knew they had been uh, cast. Like, yes, that the was camera awful. is there. Yes. Your family's there. Like, you know, like, they, they oh, I'm going, I, I'm, uh, what is he? I'm a student in his, in his paper and he hands me a key. Oh, I'm a Big Brother. And I made the mistake, man. I, I, you know what? I should have at least made it sound like I came from some hard times because every, oh, everybody, everybody has a hard story. Coach, that was my mistake. I was way too cocky and I didn't give my hard luck life. This, this is the, <laughs> this is the problem with reality TV now. That's the problem with reality TV. If you want to be on The Voice, American Idol, America's Got Talent, Breaking, uh, Breaking Bobby Bones. If you want to be on uh, Big Brother. Everybody you has have a, a come up. You have to have a sob story. Oh, you know what I mean? Like I was raised in the wilderness by wolves because my parents just abandoned me in a cave. And everybody's like, oh, you get the tears flowing. And that's how you get cast. If you are someone that grew up with two parents and a household that was full of love and happiness, no big deal, man. That doesn't make it on reality TV. That doesn't make it. It's not a good story. So you don't have a background. Oh, you know what I mean? Like I had my son when I was 14 and. Uh, I was in an abusive relationship, but I, I finally left that, and I'm raising my kid on my own, and now I'm the CEO of my own company. That gets you on TV. Hey, man, I went to college. I graduated. I got a master's. Uh, my parents paid for my college. I've driven a Porsche since I was 16 years old. <laughs> That's not getting you on TV. That's not going to happen. And the thing with Big Brother, they start to get to talking, and you can kind of see who has more money than the others, and that's how you become an outlier, and you end up becoming ostracized. If you have a little bit of money outside the house, they'll hold that against you. Same so everybody tries to go in acting like they're a lot more poor than they are, if you're smart. That's smart. And Survivor is kind of the same way. They used to do this one competition, like, uh, and you would win a truck, a uh, Ford truck. The only problem is whoever won the Ford truck – Next tribal council always got voted out. They have those in Big Brother as well. And, and so they were like, you know what? We got to do away with that. Like, it's just, it's an unfair because someone's winning a truck and then they're just, they, they automatically people would vote them off. And so they said, you know what? We're not going to do that challenge anymore. Eh. So they don't do it. And yes, but I can't wait for Survivor. All right. <laughs> Let's go. Have a great day. Eddie, you going to butt? Oh, Eddie. Eddie's getting his hair transplant. So I had to go. Hey, guys, I'm uh, getting a hair plug, so uh, hopefully I can stop wearing a hat every day. If you notice me stop wearing a hat, that means it's working. He kind of sprung that on us. I didn't even know he was splitting. I, I Well, I didn't have any. He, he didn't realize. I, he said, quote, I didn't realize my appointment was today. I was like, oh, we're we about to start the pod. Oh, he's starting his car. Yeah. All right, coach. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, if I start, I'm not going to say anything, but if I stop wearing this hat, that means that it's working. But if I keep my hat on all the time, that means the hair transplant didn't go as well. So that's we'll, what we got to look We'll for. let you guys know. All right. All right, everybody, have a great day. Hey, who's going to buzz, Ray, or you want me to? Or... That was a good buzz. That was good. M2 helped out. Yeah.
But she wasn't all in it. I mean, we didn't have a full M2. I, I, I was a little disappointed in M2 today. Yeah, but, she did send me an email during the show, so I know she wasn't all in. Oh, yeah, she definitely wasn't paying attention. All right. That's a disservice to the listeners. And really, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna say you're gonna volunteer to be on, like, be all the way on. Like, don't be Eddie and be halfway here and halfway not. I mean, Coach, you needed to listen to that sorority episode. Like, she went hard. Really, she's I mean, talking, just about, talking about partying, parents' weekend. She's like, "Oh, I'd go to the bars, and I wouldn't even remember guys I kissed." <laughs> Coach, it was epic. That's good. It That's was good. Awesome. That's pretty good. <laughs> hey. Those are the days, man. Those are the days. I remember that. I remember that kind of life. I don't. I mean, I remember that kind of life like when I would like I would be so drunk and I would not remember a girl's name. And so I just put in green dress. And that's all I'd know her by. And I'd text her like a couple weeks later, what up? And I'd have no idea her name, but it's green dress. I'd be like, You out tonight? During it, college, the phones were big? No, I'm talking after college. Okay. Exactly. No, during college, phones were, eh, they just just new to me. Like, it, there was no pictures. There was no, you know, no camera phones. It was all flip phones. Yes. But, yes, it was, you would just label them, like, green dress, uh, purple scrunchie. I mean, I just, just different names, whatever they had on them, big boobs. All right, cool. <laughs> I mean, big boobs, that's really a good, like, or if it's, like, a friend of a friend, Sharon's friend. <laughs> Didn't know her name, but I knew Sharon's friend was hot, and that's who I want. You know, I got the number, but I don't know her name. Those were the days. But, I, I mean, I love being married, though. I love being married. Of course, Coach. Yeah. yeah. Those I days mean, weren't that fun, Coach. Uh, I mean, they were a lot of No, they were a lot of fun. I mean, now i got three kids. I mean, Coach, in retrospect now, though, I mean, it's a lot more fun now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. 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 At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 